Greetings, adventurers, and welcome to the Adventure Incorporated Podcast. I am your Dungeon Master, Anthony Reed. This is episode 135 and the seventh episode of the Gorm Story Arc. This episode is brought to you by Chris and patrons like them. Head on over to patreon.com slash adventureinc to become a patron today. Uh, so we've had for a long time a goal of $150 a month would ma- allow us to do a live streamed tavern night once a month. So that is still the plan. However, we wanted to do a little something extra. So for the month of November, if we can achieve 25 patrons on the Patreon, that's just six more patrons than what we currently have. If we can get up to 25 patrons, we will do a special holiday tavern night for patrons. So if you want to be in on that, you want to be part of that live stream event, or you just want to make sure that uh, it happens, uh, head on over to patreon.com slash adventuring and become a patron today. Uh, Now is the time. Just six more patrons this month and we will uh, do a special holiday live stream tavern night. Also, don't forget that you can follow us on Facebook, you can follow us on Twitter, you can write a review for whatever podcast app you use, uh, anything to help spread the word a little bit further and let more people know about the show. That's all for this week. Let's get started. Nobles and farmers, knights and wenches, gather round, gather round to hear a tale of excitement and mystery. Brave adventurers facing grave dangers. Keth, the fighter monk. Guys, there's there there are a lot of there's a lot of puppy in this cloak. I'm, I I just I need, needed to say it. <laughs> what? What? Genevera, the sorcerer. Genevera, you're sitting there next to Clyde, who just goes, "What the fuck?" I like <laughs> hold up my hand for a high five. <laughs> Gibetto, the rogue. As soon as they see the five of you, their expression hardens. Uh, well, we'll see you later. And Gibetto just turns. <laughs> <to later. laughs> Gillick, the paladin warlock. But, but you're dying again, right? Like, you die, then you get a spirit. And you're nothing. And then you become nothing. And then you're nothing. That sounds like bullshit. Let's go kill the Death Lord. <laughs> <laughs> and Asher, the druid barbarian. Yeah, but I'm asking specifically who, why Jeff is important to Asher. He just, he's just the first name. You know what? <laughs> I don't have to justify this. <laughs> Let us recall what happened when we last left our heroes. But I warn you, this will be dangerous, and it will be difficult. And if you stray too far from what Gorm did in these memories, your mind will shatter. The visions (laughs) begin. Thorval says, come. You see him in the opening of the the hole in the wall, but he's in his human form. In his hands, he's clutching a handful of papers. Torval just like leaps out of the building um, and uh, you hear Eltrix no! and Eltrix dives for him. Uh, Follow, he man. Drops, he drops into the portal. I... Yeah, I, I, I follow. Prepare yourselves for this is the tale of Adventure Incorporated. Uh, Gillick, you open your eyes. Oh, uh, 
Where, where am I? What's happening? What's going on? You are standing in a field I woke in Maghamara. I woke up standing. I'm a dwarf. I guess that makes sense. I'm like a horse. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're standing in a field in Maghamara. Uh, there is a, sm- you're sort of right outside a very small looking Adventure Incorporated compound. Okay. Um, you, uh, you I, make a, I make a perception check. Uh, what do I, what do I look like and what do I see around me? Like, I want, I want a little more details. Sure. Um, or, yeah. Or so make perception, it, whatever. Yeah, hold on. Sure. I have a book around here somewhere. Is that your tome of adventure, Inc.? Like, like the the world of Onmanath? No, it's a monster's manual. Uh. <laughs> All right, I'm less impressed. <laughs> Wait, a tome of Onmanath? Like a Tomaneth? Tomaneth. Sure. Uh, make a uh, make a perception check at plus seventeen. <laughs> Twenty-three. <laughs> uh, okay. So first of all, what you notice is that you are you. You I are like Gillick. Okay. So so I look like Gillick as far as I can tell. All right. Except you are wearing uh, sort of long white robes that go down just oh. past your just to your ankles. Well, look at this. I, I like. It. Do I have a mirror? I want to see what I look like. <clears throat> you don't. You don't have a mirror. You don't have anything except for okay. this. Just robe. this white cloak. Well, white robe. And then in front of you, okay. there is another human uh, with sort of dark tan skin in okay. a similar long white robe. Hello? Hello. Um, How far away are they? Like, are they like 10 feet away? Are they 50 feet away? Like, They're probably like, uh, like 35 or 40 feet away. Uh, hey, you over there. Uh, what's... Hello? He I, turns I, back. He says, Gorm, I got them. I got the plans. Uh, Gilk pauses for a moment and says, um, good, good. Uh, let me see them. Uh, he steps forward and he hands the documents to you. They're sort of like long pieces of parchment all rolled up. Uh, you open them up and you see that they are plans to the... Uh, both to the impossible machines that you've dealt with over the uh, ley lines and mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. slammy hammers. The impossible machines and the slammy hammers. Okay, so, so they're it's, the blueprints. They're, the blueprints, they're the blueprints for all of these various machines, and they're all signed by Penelope. Uh, the, just, pe- just Penelope. Well, Penelope, Harwell, Mana Burst. Uh, yeah. I think she had a few other names. <laughs> yeah, okay, gotcha. <laughs> All of the names are included. I got three of the five, I think. Three of the five? Okay. Or there's like there's like like four initials and then the last name is spelled out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but enough that you, Gillick, recognize mm. what these are and where they have where they have originated from. Um Gillick again uh, pauses for a second, kinda kinda looks off and just thinks and says mm. Excellent. Uh, good, good, good work. Um, so, Gillick slowly rolls up the plans um, and holds on to them. I and just starts pacing back and forth. 
just kind of kind of kind of look like just like pretending like he's thinking is essentially what's happening <laughs> if our he's, breth- he's, he's just sitting up hmm, hmm, hmm. if our brethren will not stand with us in this world as they did not in the last then perhaps we can use these plans effectively gillick as you pace back and forth uh you sort of like, you walk to one end of this, you turn around, you walk back, you turn around, you walk back, you turn around, and then there's Keth. Um, Gillick doesn't say anything and looks over at the other person in the robes. Okay. Um, he's just still looking at you. He's still looking at me? Mm-hmm. Alright, um, does it look like he's noticed Keth? If he has, he's not given any sort of indication that he's noticed Keth. Um, I look over, I look over at the, uh, at the guy and just kind of stop and look him right in the eye. And, uh, I say, shh, are you sure this location is secure? He says, I don't know. We just arrived. I thought I told you you to check to make sure this place was secure. (laughs) He sort of eyes you suspiciously for a moment. Um, and then he says, we will look into it now. You see what you can find here, and I will try I'm to sorry, gather information I'm sorry. I was, as well. I was thinking out loud again. I, I, I misspoke. Please, please, please forgive me. Um, I need, I need to think. I just need to just, just sit and or and pace and and think about how I want to move forward with the plans. I, I'm. I haven't made a decision yet. Give me some time. Keth's biting his fingernails. <laughs> <laughs> Very nervously. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so the the human sort of like nods uh, he sort of turns away from you uh, and he sort of just sprouts into a draconic form uh, uh. in his draconic form you notice that there is a large chunk missing out of his side um, uh, left side right side his right side okay, something so you, gotta- you didn't yeah, something you didn't quite notice before as uh, in his human form, but in this form you can see that he is badly damaged and wounded on that side. Hmm. Does it look like he's uh, like wincing or asking for help or anything or is he just kind of like taking it or would, uh, like does it, 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 it yeah, well, tell me what's going on. He's definitely like wincing a little bit. You see, as he moves, he's like it's tender and he's favoring it, um, and it looks pretty severe. But he's not asking for help. Uh, and you're not really sure what Gorm would be able to do to help anyway. Yeah, yeah. Like, do like can I tell? Do I have my abilities or do I have Gorm's? I said I look like me. You do not have your abilities. I have. I have nothing. Okay, then I I don't say anything and I just let him. I turn around and start pacing again and just thinking like I'm lost in thought. Uh, he sort of like labored a little bit, takes flight and, uh, and flies away. I feel kind of like a jerk. I feel like I should have said something or done something. I don't know. Uh, uh, also, so, so Gillick is just kind of, kind of sit and pace and think about what the fuck to do. Cause he has no <laughs> idea. Keth, uh, waves Gillick over or tries to wave him over. Um, after a few paces, Gillick kind of looks up and goes, oh yeah, and you know, runs and runs over. Um, hey buddy, yeah, right. I don't think he could see me. Um, basically, uh, uh, <laughs> okay, basically you're in 
what I think is our uh, timeline. I don't know that, but uh, I'm going to be like your, your spirit animal and guide you through and hopefully impart some of the knowledge that I've learned uh, like Gibetto did for me. Uh, all right. Okay. All right. Um, cool. Neat. I am so glad I didn't say anything. <laughs> yeah, no, good call. You played that off perfectly. Um, much better than I did. Um, <laughs> so that's okay. Thorval. Thor, that's Thorval. Oh, my God, you have information. Yes. Thank you. I have Thorval. so much information. Thorval's got a chunk out of him. Yes, he uh, got that from fighting Elatrix in another reality. He's the leader of okay. the cult that you're, that Gorm, which is you. You you look like Gorm, uh, I think. I and look like Gorm. <laughs> to everyone else you do. But he's the leader oh. of this cult thing called the Ritual Guard that is trying to wake Herrick's. The Ritual Guard. Okay. So yep. we're, I'm, okay. Yep. What's my rank again? I'm. You're I'm like, super important. Uh, you're yeah. like second in command as far as I can tell. Um, okay. But yeah, they just failed a that ritual. <laughs> what? You're second command of two. <laughs> <laughs> he is one of two. You are two of two. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, Gillick starts frantically looking for his flask. <laughs> it's not so, there. I'm oh, sorry, God. But, I'm sorry, but can I hand him a spiritual uh-huh. flask? What? Uh, <laughs> uh, oh. no. What like uh like uh, some sort of like hang in there? <laughs> it's like a poster with a cat on it. <laughs> I just hold it up. Hang in there, Gillen. <laughs> um, okay, so okay. yeah, he's cult leader. You're Gorm, and he just right. stole. Okay, I'm a cult leader. Uh, what's his name again? Thorval. Thorval, and the name of the cult is Ritual Guard. Thorval is the leader of the Ritual Guard. Yes, I am second in command. Cool. Um, so basically they just failed waking Herrix in this big ceremony with a bunch okay. of different dragons. Gil's going to stop for a second and just kind of hold his hand up and make a perception check to see if anyone's around listening. Okay. Um, make a perception at plus 17. Yes. Oh yeah. You're never going to get sick of that. <laughs> <laughs> 26. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I rolled a six and then I rolled a nine. Uh, I, it's just I'm I probability, man. It doesn't. It no, never no. works for you. That's right. Uh, yeah, you look around and you are fairly certain you're not um, you're not being uh, sort of seen. Okay. All right. All right. So. Sorry. Just please, please continue. I don't. Uh, I'm. I'm concerned about saying too much out loud. No, and, yeah, you know. absolutely. If you notice anything, and I'll try and keep an eye out too, but um, yeah, I just, I'll tell you the things I th- I think I know, and okay. hopefully that'll help with this. I don't know what you have to do here, but yeah. So uh, they just fucked up a ritual because like all the species of oh. the earth, the elves, the dwarves, the gnomes, yep. everybody united against the uh, ritual guard and ruined their ceremony and then they had to punch through divination and now are trying to basically redo the ceremony in a different way okay so there's gonna they're they're rinsing and repeating and they're just trying a different angle exactly and the different angle is instead of using dragons of every type they're going to try and use these slimy hammers that they just stole the plans from 
uh, instead. Oh, okay. I asked the question of, can you substitute one Slammy Hammer or Impossible Machine for uh, a dragon? Because they had eight dragons plus Thorval, and he didn't correct me. So I think that's the thing. I think there are going to be eight Slammy Hammers out there, eight Impossible Mm -hmm. Machines, and we need to... Yeah. One thing I don't know is if they need all of them in order to complete the ritual or if they just it'll just take longer with f- fewer mm. Mm. um otherwise gorm has a brother that he uh super loves but let totally let him die in the ritual in order to wake herrick so he's super upset wow. about that so you can maybe yeah that's good to know his brother was Halleth, H A L L A T H, as far as i know <laughs> Halleth. <laughs> Uh, he's also a dragon, but he just he died in the ceremony, and Gorm let it oh, happen. Oh God! Yeah, uh, um, um, that's a bummer. Also, you're Gorm, and you have the coolest divination powers. Like I, I cast a really? portal that I jumped through, and it was super Whoa. cool. I shot dra- uh, lightning out of my mouth, and I totally transformed into a dragon and flew. So I assume you can do the I same can thing. Turn into a dragon. Yeah, wicked cool. You got to do like a jumping jack in order to do it. All right. I don't, I don't know how to pilot this thing. I'm kind of scared. Yeah, yeah. You just, like, jump up in the air and, like, think that you're going to transform. But it's got to be really mm-hmm. animated. Um, okay. So... Yeah, thank you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to think for a second. And yeah. Gillick's going to just kind of... Cats out of breath. <laughs> <laughs> pace back and forth. And... All right, so, Keth, you're saying that Gorm has r- great divination powers... Absolutely, yeah. Okay. Um, Anthony, did you share a sheet with me, or am I? Am I? Do I have to figure out the powers as I go? Please, please tell me it's the. the oh the, no, I don't have a sheet. You're just on your own. I'm making shit up. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> I love it. All right. Um, Gillick is gonna just kind of. Well, he has he has experience with the divine court, I'm sure, and divination experience, right? So <laughs> he's just gonna think about divination magic and just kind of sit and meditate on it for a second what are you trying to do with divination magic well if Gillick remembers everything the way the rules of the dream are supposed to work he's supposed to do the things and be at the places that Gorm would be within this memory or, or you know whatever we're calling it if that's the case then I want to access some type of divination magic that would help guide me towards whatever goal I'm supposed to do in this memory Right, nothing, nothing like super specific. Just kind of like, um, it feels like I should be walking this way. So, um, for that, you need an intention. So, okay. what do you feel like Gorm's intention is here that he is looking for for you to be able to sort of resonate with? Mm, okay. Uh, all right. So, what I'm going to do is I just got the plans, and. And I'm going to use the plans as kind of a, a focal point for, for divination and say, all right, if the, la- if the most recent step was me getting these plans, then I need to do something with them. And I want to channel divination magic into that. Okay. Um, make a wisdom check at plus three. Okay. Aha, 20. <laughs> there it is. It's all about the pluses. <laughs> if it's too high, it's got to it's got to hit equilibrium every time. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So. Um, yeah. Um, I think you sort of the, focus. The, yeah, sorry. Go ahead. go ahead. No, because you asked for an intent, and that's a good that's a good thing. I wanted to find that. 
Um, I think you sort of take these plans and you mm-hmm. see that they are, uh, you see what they do, right? And what they are for. Uh, Gorm hasn't had any experience with these machines before because uh, this is the first he's ever seen them. Um, And so as you sort of start to focus on them, you Mm. get flashes. Uh, Okay. Eight eight flashes. Eight eight (laughs) flashes. All right. Eight eight flashes that you, Gillick, are already Mm. fairly familiar with. Okay. Because the, the eight flashes you see are the ley lines. They're the ley lines, okay. They're locations, which their locations seem identical to the locations that you have seen from the Angel of Caliesto. Oh, okay. So these are these is this is a like for like situation. They're 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 going after where where we're living. So he sees flashes of each of these okay. uh, ley lines here in this world that are that okay, are in cool. the same spot. All right, great. Hmm. All right. Gil's going to take another minute and just kind of meditate on... Uh, crap, I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Uh, what's the name of the dragon? Uh, uh, Kath, Kath, what's the, what's the dragon guy's name again? That's that just flew off. Totally fine. I wrote down a bunch of names and then called everybody by their wrong name. So it's that's fine. Um... <laughs> It, his name that you just was were with it was Thorval. Thorval. Hmm. All right. Uh, again, channel some divination magic into the the conversation you had with Thorval, and just thinking about you know how he was kind of wincing and he had a big chunk taken out of him, and see see what that what kind of feedback uh, Gorm or Gillick gets from that. Give me another divination perception or wisdom check at plus three. Twenty two. Nice. You see flashes of Thorval. Mm-hmm. Um, not of his past, not of how the damage happened, but of what may be. Uh, you see a flash of Thorval sort of grizzled and old with a, a giant scar sort of fusing together the space. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, simultaneously in your mind you see an image of Thorval uh, scraping against the ground blood pouring from the wound uh, breathing shallowly um, simultaneously in your mind you just see Thorval lifeless um, mm-hmm. you feel a stronger inclination toward the center on that uh, but the way that the the feeling comes over you, mm-hmm. uh, Thorval surviving feels like the least likely. Thorval surviving feels like the least likely. Um, does that seem the the most beneficial? Uh, to Gorm certainly. To Gorm, not necessarily to Gellic. Yes. Okay. Hmm. Hey, Gillick, I'm going to be there for you if yeah. you need me. Um, but I really want to check out this, like, spirit thing and see if I can fly. Oh. Because flying was so cool. So I'm going to be out. Yeah. And good luck with things. Don't, like, ruin reality. And Wait. Can I? If I say <laughs> your name, will, will you be there? I'll, uh, I think so. I hope so. 
but good luck. And then okay. uh, Keth like basically does the same thing he did to try and turn into a dragon and like gets real like small and then like jumps up and tries to like disappear. So, uh, Gillick, you see uh, Keth sort of like ball himself up and then like jump up and then just like sort of he's just like standing there in front of you. Um, but Keth doesn't know that he can't see him, <laughs> or that he can. Keth, you, doing, you, you okay, buddy? Wait, what? And then he just runs away. Wait, no, come back! Where, where are you going? I need you. I need. I need your information and expertise. And you're my friend, and I miss you, and I love you. You feel right. oh, uh, you feel a thought push its way into your mind. Oh, finally. I've been waiting for that. It says, have you come to a decision yet? Uh, do I recognize the, the, the thought, the voice it, of the thought? It sounds like Thorval. Um, Gillick says, Gillick, Gillick takes a minute and says, and is... Break it into a cold sweat. It <laughs> says, yes. We'll go ahead with the plan. Do you have more insight in how we can use these machines? They need to be structured at eight separate locations. I'm not sure where they are yet. More research needs to be done into them, but... We need, we need to find these places and build machines there. That's all I know right now. Places of power? One can only assume. I don't know. We will begin, then, trying to find these places. Follow what leads yes. you can. Um, and he just says, the first one is in his desert. That, that I know is clear. Give him, give him something to chase. Like, hey, go, go, go! Look at this. Um, okay, so as uh, you you send Thorval sort of to the desert, the vision around you sort of starts to to pull. Um, it's almost like a like uh, shadows are dragging around you. Um, like like things are. Uh, uh, like you know, like a ghosting on a TV. If something moves quickly and you see like multiple images of it, everything's sort of oh, yeah. tearing behind everything else. Okay, an after image. Yeah, yeah, uh, cool. and that sort of increases until your sort of vision is overrun, uh, and then your focus snaps uh... back together, and oh. you and Thorval are standing next to a slammy hammer. Um. Gillick just quietly says, Excellent. And waits for a reply. Thorval says, Yes, these goblins have done fine work. I did not trust that. I did not trust your instinct on this before, but I agree that they have made short work of these machines. Hopefully, they will do what they need to do to complete the ritual. Gillick waits and says, I'm sure everything will proceed as it is supposed to. 
Well, we haven't had much luck with that, Gorm, and I'm not ready to... Well, I find it hard to hope anymore. It's not a matter of luck. It's a matter of persistence. Hmm. You are not wrong there. I only wish that we could find another place like our own. One where our brethren yearn to be free of the yoke of these these oppressors. Yeah, I don't, I don't really want to be oppressed. I'm, I'm kind of sick of that. And then Gillick pauses and is like, oh god, uh, um, I mean, um, uh, yeah. I too am yes. sick of it, brother. And we have fought hard against it. And soon we, wa- we will awaken the sleeping one. And if it ha- has to be here, so be it. Perhaps then he can help us return and awaken him in our world as well. Free any who might still exist. Hmm. But I worry. Hmm. Tell last, me of your worries. In the last place we went, our brethren were banished to the celestial realm, never to walk this plane again. Here they are tied by some pact that the celestials made not to interfere. I worry that the places we have been traveling to, our escapes while timely, have led us to lands too strange. It causes things to be difficult for us to follow through on. So, I hear your concerns, but... Hmm. I've meditated on this before. Let let me meditate again and think of your concerns and put your mind at ease, perhaps, and Gillick slash Gorm is just going to start pacing again, doing his thing. Um, he's going to kind of instinctively pat himself down, looking for his flask, uh, start looking around, <laughs> seeing, if, seeing if there's anything around. Cat's up um, on top of one of the slammy hammers, and he's looking for, like, a, a wrench. Does, does, he, <laughs> does he see one? Yeah, you do. You see uh, a wrench near a group of goblins. He tries to go grab it. As you reach for the wrench, your hand passes through it. He says, damn it, like real loudly. <laughs> up. Uh, Gil- Gillick stops and looks up. Hey, buddy, I was just trying to see if I could do anything, but I haven't. Oh, that's where you went. Yeah, I'm, I'm around. The spirit thing's kind of weird, too, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I think this is the first. Thorval said, did you find something? <clears throat> and uh, Gil kind of turns around and goes, I... Uh, um. Oh yes, uh, what you worried? See, this is why. This is why I'm not worried about any. I know he's talking about a bad luck, but I'm not even thinking about it. You know, if if it was something to be really concerned about, I would be. I wouldn't be able to just. I would just wouldn't be able to help but focus on it. You know what I'm saying? Nothing um, to worry about. Okay. Gillick. He turns away. Wait a sec. Wait a second. And then Gillick just okay. kind of opens his eyes wide. <laughs> And just like realizing, like, oh god, Gillick, don't, uh, don't, don't let him see you talk to me. Gillick is completely frozen and has no idea what to say. Yes, Gillick, you, I am me? waiting. You got it. <laughs> I got it. Yeah, no, I got it. Okay, um, so sorry. Uh, I had another vision for a second. Um, I saw, I saw. What did I see? Oh man, some. I get a vision and then it takes me a second to remember what it is. Hang on. Uh, I saw, I saw, um, uh, uh, 
half-orc? The walls begin to... Sort of the world begins to shake a little bit. Tremor around you. Um, and you feel like... Just like a little bit of like searing heat in your mind. A small smirk comes across uh, Gillick slash Gorm's face. Takes a deep breath in. Takes a deep breath out and says, sorry, that was part of a, a, a different a different pathway. Nothing to do with that. This is, no, we are secure and there is nothing to fear. And Gillick takes just another deep breath in and out and looks, looks uh, Thorval right in the eye and just like, nah, we got this. Thorval says, I... I truly hope that you are right. I truly hope that we have nothing to worry about. But there is part of me that feels perhaps we should have a backup plan ahead of time. Twice now we have managed to escape through divination at the last minute. My suggestion is that instead we focus our escape through divination. Find a world similar to this one very close by that way whatever we do here whatever works and whatever does not we can use that to influence what we would do if we were given another chance I'm always in favor of a plan B however Divination is, well, all magics are different. None behaves like the other, but divination touches all magic in a way that the others do not. You and I are acutely aware of that. We are tied to divination, and the way our brethren never understood, they did not see how deep our magic goes, how far-reaching it is. Well, then, if you're that tied into divination, as am I, then you don't have to hope I'm right. You would just know. <laughs> there is no need for a plan B. There are difficulties with us. It is difficult for us to know for sure that we will not be interrupted again. That... It is not a question of knowing. You can never truly know. How many times do I have to explain this to you? It is a matter of likelihoods. It is not, not knowledge. And our likelihoods are blocked, Gorm. We cannot see what we need to see if this Elytrix person cannot be tracked by us, cannot be seen in our divinations, cannot be found. He has found some way to hide his machinations from us. And whether he realizes he works against us or not, I am afraid he will come against us again. These machines are almost done. The ritual will be upon us soon. We will try again. But if he comes, what will we do to stop him? We are not prepared for that. This creature, perhaps he is not the creature he was in that last place we were, but... I was hurt so badly by that creature, that 
creature of fay. How are you in healing? They are healing. Well enough to do the ritual when the time comes. Well, what would you have me do? Uh, toy, toy with divination magic. You know, you can't. You can't toy with divination magic. It's, it's, it's built. It's built in. You can't. You can't toy with it. Not a good idea. No, but we could prepare a pathway. We must continue this work, Gillick. It must happen. And if we don't find a way to carry on with this from place to place, from time to time, then all of this has been for nothing. Our brother's sacrifice for nothing. Uh, Gillick turns and puts a hand to his eyes, like, to, like, to, like, try to pretend, like, keep himself from crying. Um. I miss them all as well. And I'm sure you miss none. More than Halath. I wish there was more we could have done for them. Time spent wishing is time wasted. Unless we can do something about it. Well, well again, you you want to build a tunnel through divination magic. You wanna, I want you to wanna... hold a tunnel. I want to find, spend our time, a little bit of our time, shearing down the possibilities, finding a reality close to this one, similar, and then hold that tunnel open, just in case. Luke can take a step back and start pacing again. Look around. Hmm. You say you want to strip away the possibilities. I suppose this is where perhaps you and I differ on how to navigate divination. I, stripping away the possibilities. There are too many to strip away if you make that your focus. There are so many realities out there that are very, very similar to this. Small, infinitesimally small changes between worlds. Enough to create whole realities. If we can find enough worlds similar, then we don't have to worry about when our plans fail. We can just try different tactics whatever would have succeeded whatever would have, would have failed before might succeed this time yes but your your method is the thing that concerns me your stripping of the possibilities I divination cannot be stripped into nothing then how would you do this hmm a moment Gillick goes and looks for the comfiest chair in the room and just, <laughs> just sits. 
So you're in a cave. So it's like a a rock. It's like a rock. All right. Then he finds the comfiest rock in the cave. (laughs) Sorry. Suddenly, suddenly location changed in my brain. All right. So sitting on a rock and just thinking. Oh, that's right. Um, I'm thinking we're in front of the slammy hammer. We don't have a chair in front of the slammy hammers to admire this. We're super villains, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you've got a wooden chair you've brought. Fucking right. <laughs> it doesn't spin and like so you think you can like have right. a dramatic entrance. Gillig <laughs> <laughs> hmm. looks down at the floor and. Just kind of keep saying, stripping the possibilities. Stripping the possibilities. And shaking his head. And then he looks up. Looks Thorval right in the eye. And says, I don't think it should be... Possibilities should be stripped. Instead, look for where... The possibilities you want seem to add up. I don't know if that makes quite as much sense as I want, but as opposed to steering away from what you don't want, steer towards what you do. So for us to identify realities with the key components that are similar to this one, steer toward those things that we want to re-emulate within this world. Yes, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Because then if you just start focusing on the stuff you don't want and getting rid of it, you end up with nothing. I wish that we could find worlds more similar to the one we originally came from. But I fear we've traveled too far in divination now for that. Hmm. I suppose that's possible, but... I, I don't know. Can can you travel too far in divination? Is that a possibility? Well, I suppose it's an open-ended I'm not question. Certain. There's no no right answers here. Thorval, you're fine. I mean, we're 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 leaders of a cult. We can philosophize every once in a while. <laughs> can you travel too far? Perhaps. I think it is possible. I think our bridge, our pathways through divination, while potent, are still limited. I think we have gotten as far away from the reality we started from as we have because of our willingness to push to any reality. I think for us to try and shape our choices will narrow the band of how far we can reach. But I fear jumping blindly again will send us to even more far afield than we have already come. I see your conundrum. On one hand, we could take a great leap and end up anywhere, including where we want to be. It's very possible, but your concern is it's not likely, and I'm inclined to agree. On the other hand, we have this road that may never end, but we would potentially reach our destination with, I mean, I would suppose... We you could know, certainly enough learn. time. We could learn from our mistakes better if the variables were the same. 
Hmm. But then, as we as we shift, as we move, will the variables be the same? Well, it will be... We would have to make an effort to find ways to make the variables as close as we could. Obviously, no two universes are ever exactly the same. But if we can get them close, then perhaps our shortcomings will not come back to haunt us. Hmm. So, I'm inclined to agree. So, where do we steer? Where do we go? What's, what is our next move from here? I think we must find a pathway to a world similar to this. What we have learned in the last few months of this place, of these ley lines, of the, uh, uh, this pact. These are concrete variables that while they are not necessarily ideal for us, they are controllable. They are situations that will not turn to, uh, we can work under those parameters. If you can find a world similar to that, hold on to it. And if the worst should happen and we fail again, we can go to that place instead. Very well. Sounds like a plan. There is tearing again in your vision. And you find yourself standing uh, inside the compound at Mughamara. Around you, the small building, much smaller than the one that you are familiar with, is mm. burning. Flames licking up around it. You and Thorval stand at the center and you can smell on the air blood and death. Am I, am I a dragon right now? You do around. feel like you have been emboldened. You, you're just you still. You're just guilty. Oh, okay. But you oh. have the feeling oh, that there cool. is so much more power coursing through you. <laughs> power uh, up. You, uh, you sort of look around a little bit and uh, you see that there's a, an intricate symbol burned into the grass on the ground. Cool. Including the eight uh, symbols of the various ley lines. Uh, all sort of in this intricate uh, rune, along with a single space for Thorval where he has sort of set up uh, his own space. He says, It is too bad that we found the uh, ley line of divination first. I feel that is one you could have powered without uh, the machine, but so be it. We will try it with all the machines. I am... I am nervous about this, Gorm. If once we begin, you are my only defense. If things get too difficult for you, remember our plan. Of course. But your... Your concern, or I should say your claim to your connection to divination continuously concerns you. And I find... I find your lack of faith disturbing. I had to say it. I couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't help it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I had to break it. I was like, I, I nothing. Nothing would have else was coming to my brain. D does Gorm say that was a Star Wars? Reference? <laughs> 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 
Nothing else fit. There's no better line than that. There's it's literally fine. no better line than it's that. It's fine. He nods. He sort of he says, I understand. Let's begin the ritual. Uh, he sort of takes his spl- his space. He says, Protect me. And then he begins the ritual. It is... Cool. Go ahead and give me uh, a perception with divination. Uh, so you're going to use the detectability plus 17 perception. Oh my god. Uh, 28. You reach out with your mind, trying to... Okay. You reach out with your mind, trying to find uh, anyone or anything near that uh, may impede the ritual. Uh, For miles around, you just feel emptiness and silence from the world around you. Uh, You are... There is nothing coming for you. This... You start to... Pure pure darkness? uh, Not quite pure darkness, just nothing. Just just like like emptiness around you. Uh, Not nothing like you don't sense any trees or whatever. You just don't sense any like people for oh, okay. miles around. Oh. And you sort of feel like <laughs> I feel this, so alone. <laughs> uh like this time it might actually work. Like this could happen. Well. The oh. symbols oh. around the rune begin to glow. The lines around the symbols start to grow glow brightly and the light starts to transfer slowly toward the center. Then you see the first torch. Light. And a a figure steps out of the woods carrying the torch. You almost immediately with your keen dragon eyes recognize this figure. Recognize. As Elatrix steps forward. Uh, Remembering what happened to Thorval... Gillick's going to be kind of like, huh? This ritual ends here. Why have you broken the pact? I don't know if I can answer that. And Keth's just like in between, looking between uh, Gillick and Elatrix and just biting, <laughs> biting his nails nervously again. <laughs> <laughs> He's just standing, looking back and forth. Uh, I don't know how to answer that question. What, what would you have me say? I would have you atone for what you have done. I would have you stop what you are doing here. And I would have you turn back. Relinquish everything that you are carrying to, uh, to, to carry out this travesty of a ritual. Submit is what I would have you say. Um... Gillick. All right, so, uh, so, uh, am I still a dragon flying around, or I'm still, I still look like Gillick, but I feel like there's, uh, I got that thing going on. Yeah, you feel and like there's I more see... power to you. Okay, and then Thorval is flying around doing his thing. He's not flying around. He is on the okay. ground focusing okay. on this ritual, but he is a dragon. Oh, that's right. Okay, cool. Um, and then, all right. Do does Gorm know who Elatrix is? Like, what does what does Gorm know about Elatrix? Or would uh, I not know that? You don't know what Gorm knows about Elatrix. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Uh, 
Tell me, sir, do you know who I am? I believe you to be the dragon Gorm Tintreach. I believe you to be performing a ritual in a place that is not your home. I believe you to be trying to awaken something best left unawakened. And who should I believe knows all of this information? I am Elatrix, king of Carapath, and your doom. He raises the torch and he drops it to the ground. Thousands of torches light up in the wood line behind him. And the you hear the voices of armies as they begin to call out. Uh, they charge forward from the wood line and you see humans, dwarves, elves, orcs. Uh, he has, uh, you know, the dark elves. He is, he's united uh, all of them. They all wear uh, the colors of their kingdoms, but they wear another symbol as well. Uh, one that seems to be for Numerita itself. They have joined together, banded to stop you. And Thorval lets out a cry. Not again! He's still fervently working on the, uh, on the, um, ritual. He says, It is your call to make Thorm. Uh, so, wait, it's my call to do, uh, like a light speed jump or, uh, stay and fight? Yes. Fuck. <clears throat> Uh, I don't have any time to make this decision, uh, and according to the divination magic earlier, you said that it is likely, it is most likely that what's his face is Thorval's going to die. Um, if that's the case, then Gaelic will stay and fight and do everything he can to fight and defend um, Thorval. Okay, um, so the army starts marching forward towards you. First, the uh, a volley of arrows comes raining down. Go ahead and make a dexterity uh, saving throw at plus seven. Eighteen. Okay, um, you get pelted by a few arrows. Um, uh, you take twelve of your four hundred and eighty-one hit points. Um, <laughs> <laughs> how much how much how much <laughs> i'm at 388 wait 400 what how many hit points 389 you're, just, you're uh no 300 and uh, 400 and 481 hit points 481 minus so 12. that's 469 good yeah. to know nice <laughs> yes i minored in math fuckers uh okay uh, and the armies begin to charge forward towards you. What are you going to do? Um, can I do like some kind of crazy wing flapping thing and like shoot a gust of wind at all of the armies? Sure, you can do a big wing attack. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, you you like let back start, a huge like, blast with your wings. Uh, yeah. You start blowing guys back. Um, some of the hardier guys still sort of manage to charge forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, you deal... Uh, you deal, like, f uh, 14 damage. 
uh, to each of them, each person in this like charging battalion. So ultimately, like a uh, hundred people are hit by this effect, and most of cool. them are knocked to the ground from the blast of this wind that you're generating. Um, cool. Th- uh, Thorval lets out a, like a huge roar as arrows pelt down on him as well. Uh, and the lines sort of waver, but they continue to okay. march toward the center of the ritual. Okay, uh, so I'm we're in, we're circled. Um, an army's moving toward us. Torches everywhere. Elatrix hasn't done anything yet. It's just the army's attacking us. And the goal is to make sure that the ritual completes. Yes. Yes. Okay. Elatrix rises into the air in his mm-hmm. uh, other form. Okay. Describe, takes, describe the other form again. I want to I get a picture of this. The Coatl is sort of a uh, long, thin, feathered dragon. Uh, long, thin, feathered dragon. Probably okay. like like 200 feet long. And just okay. uh, sort of a draconic head at the front. And then yep. like a feathery plumage of, of a tail at the end. Uh, okay, and just but I'm assuming no way. wings or maybe small wings. No wings. Okay, no wings. Okay, cool. Uh, what color? Uh, I think white. White? Okay, cool. Um, so... If it's Gillick's turn, he's going to use divination magic and look at what to do, what's going to do the highest probability to keep the ritual going the longest. He's going to take his turn doing that. Make a perception check at plus 17. Okay. <laughs> using the detectability. Uh, using the detectability. 33. There is just a soft white noise. When you try to use your divination on the outcome Mm -hmm. of this battle, Mm -hmm. it is as though someone or something is blocking your perception. (gasps) And you get the sense, with a 33, I'll tell you this. (laughs) (laughs) You get the sense that it's because Elatrix is involved. Oh, shit. You can't seem to sense anything involving Elatrix. Okay. Um, anything in regarding the army? Uh, correct. Okay. And everything, everything is, everything is just blank. It's just like, you know, 50-50. You're, you don't know what's going to happen. Right. Okay. Um, if that's the case, then... What else do I know about Gorm? Divination, dragon, um... Fuck it. Uh, breath weapon. Uh, to the to whatever circle... Whatever group looks closest to the ritual. Yeah, you sort they're of... all not clumbing in at an equal radius. You sort of take that deep breath in and you fire out a crack of lightning that just arcs across them. Just bowling through a whole battalion as it just uh, cracks across them and, and, and kills uh, dozens of men. Gillick giggles a little bit. Um, <laughs> um, 
I guess he's gonna. Uh, what else? All right. So uh, all of a sudden, a bunch of spells begin like being lobbed down in at you guys. Fireballs, <laughs> balls of acid, balls of cold. Just, just start balls everywhere. There's just balls. Just so many balls. <laughs> just <laughs> so go ahead and make a Constitution saving throw at plus fifteen. Twenty one. Okay. Uh, yeah, you get slammed with like a sphere of acid, but you just sort of resist it. Um, Melting. You sort of like push through it. Uh, you take a little bit of damage, like mm-hmm. 25, um, but not enough to really do too much. Um, you snap back and you notice that uh, Thorval has just been slammed with a ball of cold uh, and is sort of knocked out next to the uh, the ritual space he was just occupying. The lines of light are pulling back across the ritual surface. Um, Ghost's going to fly down and see what he can do to help. Uh, We can't fight them like this, Gorm. They've come to organize. I know. I know. It's... We have to take the path out. We must persist. We cannot win here, but we must wake Harris. We cannot fail. And we won't. We won't fail. And... Gil's gonna go for the, go for the jump and see what happens. He's gonna trust that this is just, he's just gonna fucking trust that that's what he's supposed to do. He has no fucking clue. Say, yep, I'm gonna try to hit the button and see what happens. You tear open a fat, like you tear open reality in front of you, and beyond that is sort of that glowing blue light that you, Gillick, are familiar with. Gillick's gonna look around for Elatrix. Elatrix and just kind of like see like like as he's doing what he's doing. He's kind of like, I hope you fucking do something. <laughs> Elatrix, you see Elatrix sort of behind you. And okay. as soon as you sort of rip open that light, he's probably like way up in the sky. He just mm-hmm. starts to like missile toward you guys. Uh, Gilk's gonna hold on to Thorvaz. It's gonna be okay. We're gonna make it. The portal's open. We're going in, and just kind of start slowly <laughs> walking towards the portal as Elatrix is flying behind him. Okay, Elatrix is coming in fairly fast. So, are you trying to wait for Elatrix in some capacity? I. Ultimately, the, the, the thing I'm thinking about is that, again, you said the most likely thing is that Thorval's supposed to die. And Gilk is just trying to keep along with the story as much as possible. It not and, um, so, so when you did use those divinations, those were divinations yeah. that Gorm was seeing. Oh, okay. Okay, gotcha, so gotcha, gotcha. Gorm gotcha, believes right. that Thorval is most likely to die. Okay, see, this is what happens. Uh, Gilek's getting th- Gilek's thoughts. He's got Thorvald's thoughts. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. talking to Elatrix. <laughs> it's just, it's just a big, it's a big psychic mess. Yep. Awesome. All right. So he's all right. If that's the case, then just gonna head into um, the the portal. Okay. Yeah. You grab up Thorvald and you jump through the portal and you feel that twisting, that squeezing, that pressing, the pulling the the blue light swirling around your face and then everything goes black and suddenly you are in uh 
the tunnels of divination rushing past you, and you've picked your path. You know this path through divination, and as you burst out the way you're supposed to come, silence. <laughs> Hey adventurers, DM Anthony here again. I just want to remind you that there are lots of ways to support the show. Head on over to patreon.com slash adventure inc. Tell your friends about the show. Rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Links and more can be found at adventureinc.podbean.com. Thanks everyone, we'll see you next week. Uh, did one of your things stop working? Hold on. Did one of my things? Uh, Audacity's no. good. Uh, Audacity is still good. Okay, I don't know who's sending me a file, but someone was sending me a file and it killed my internet. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> That's cute. Awesome. Uh, okay. That's cute. <laughs> this fucking main internet. Um... <laughs>